Welcome to Unique Impressions, the podcast for PR and marketing pros who want to up-level their success. We are here to help you create a happy, healthy, and wealthy career that you love. I'm your host, Shauna Knuckles, and you're listening to Episode 7, Why the Old Approach to Professional Development is Broken. We're going to dive into what the typical approach to professional development is, how and why we do it this way, what's wrong with it, and then we'll chat about a new approach that will help us all create the career of our dreams. You're listening to Unique Impressions, the podcast for PR and marketing pros who want to up-level their success. I'm your host, Shauna Knuckles. I'm a PR expert and agency owner. I've spent my entire career obsessed with all things personal and professional development. So in this podcast, I'm sharing everything I learned while going against the grain to create my own version of success. That's included working with multi-million and billion dollar brands, starting my own business, getting paid what I'm worth, and staying happy and healthy through it all. So if you're looking for a new go-to resource to create the career of your dreams, you're in the right place. All right, this is a topic I am so, so, so passionate about. Changing the way we live and work is the primary mission for my business. It is my calling in life. It's why I get out of bed in the morning. And I am so excited to talk about this today with all of you. We're going to talk about professional development and why the current model is seriously, seriously broken and what we can do to fix it. So when you hear the word professional development, what do you envision? I think normally people picture themselves in a training at their job or they're going through an annual review at work. Maybe you're attending a conference. In our day-to-day jobs, we typically encounter professional development when it's our bosses or managers telling us what we need to improve. We maybe realize we need a new skill to get promoted or we are wanting a raise and we're trying to figure out what what it's going to take to get there. But big picture, it's all typically pretty reactive. Some companies really don't even invest all that much in professional development for their employees, which I think is just a shame. But honestly, a lot of companies do. And I think the companies and organizations who are really trying to invest in their employees, typically the approach is they have a stipend for professional development. They maybe help their employees set professional goals so they have something to work towards and something that they are being rewarded for. And they set regular feedback so they know how they're doing. Generally in the business world, most people would agree, I think, that that's a pretty good professional development program. You have resources, you have leadership support, you get regular feedback, and your expectations are clear. But this is actually a broken model for professional development that isn't going to keep working in this day and age. And it might keep serving employers, but it is definitely not going to keep serving employees. Let me explain. So the biggest problem with approaching professional development in this way is ownership. 
even if you as an employee get to weigh in on how you want to use your professional development stipend or whatever resources you have for professional development, or you've shared a goal with your boss and they're helping you achieve it, the employee's professional development plan is being owned by the employer. And maybe if we were all staying at the same company for 20, 30, or 40 years, like generations before us, that would be fine. But that is just not the reality anymore. Our workforce is changing jobs every few years. Sometimes, especially early on in our careers, that can be as often as every year. And sure, we can do that song and dance, blaming it on entitled, checked out, job-hopping millennials, which that argument boils my blood, but that's a conversation for another day. Values for this generation have changed to prioritize work-life balance, and companies are not providing incentives for them to stay. But the big picture is that the way we all approach professional development, even companies who are touted for getting it really right, we're working off of a model that reflects a workforce that just does not exist anymore. The way we approach professional development was designed to work for people who'd stay with their employer for the entirety of their careers. And since that could not be further from the truth anymore, and today's workforce, especially in the PR marketing industries, which really depends on young new talent coming into the industry, as well as freelancers in the gig economy and expert consultants, the future of our careers is so varied and so unpredictable compared to generations before us. So if professional development is broken, what do we do? What does the professional development of tomorrow look like? Well, first and foremost, ownership needs to change hands. We, each of us individually, need to take 100% ownership of our professional development plans. And we can utilize the resources we get from employers, whether that's access to mentors, budget for classes, attending conferences, and really figure out how those resources fit into our bigger picture plan. And this is in no way suggesting that you should take advantage of your employer. They're offering those resources because they want you to be the best you can be while you're working there. And hopefully they're doing it for the right reasons to help you advance your career as a whole. But you need to be the one guiding the ship and not just a passenger on that ship. This is your career, and if we're changing jobs every few years, you can't keep hiring a new captain for that ship. You need to be the captain. Of course, claiming that level of ownership requires some tact and even emotional intelligence. You can't go into your manager's office and start making a bunch of demands. But even if you're in a situation where you need to keep your big picture career plan to yourself because you don't have the most supportive manager or it might jeopardize your job, that's fine. But it's your job to figure out how it all supports your big picture map and plan for your career. And with that, we actually need to create a plan. If you want to advance your career, reach certain goals, get promotions or get raises, you need to actually have a plan for that. We can't wish and hope that that success will come. We need to create a roadmap for ourselves, just like if we were driving somewhere. We all have Google Maps now, and that makes it really easy to get places. But here's the thing. If we don't tell Google Maps where we want to go, which is one of the smartest apps in our phone, 
it can't even get started. So imagine what that's doing for the long-term success of your career if you're not telling yourself where you want to go. Another aspect of professional development that is not serving us and ultimately meant to serve an old model of the workplace that, again, doesn't exist anymore is how much we focus on improving our weaknesses. I know this seems really counterintuitive, but hear me out for a second. We all have things that we are naturally good at and things that we are not naturally so great at. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't constantly be trying to improve, but what professional development plans do and what reviews ultimately do is judge and rate your performance based on the exact same quote unquote success factors as literally everyone else. If your company is doing it right, those success factors will be customized to the company culture. They will be customized to values and whatever it takes to really get the job done. But if your company isn't customizing those factors, they're probably pulling them from a template, like literally from the internet. Maybe it's from their last job or potentially some book that somebody gave them. So if you're in a review and you have felt like you were being reviewed on things that felt unimportant, random, or trivial, that's probably why. It's really common for companies to review all of their employees on things like communication skills, work ethic, ability to follow directions, and sure, those are all nice things. But what if you're biggest strength is that you don't follow directions and you find new, innovative, and better or more efficient ways of doing things, if you have that skill set naturally and you really nurture that, you can put yourself on the path to a very fruitful, lucrative, and probably interesting career. But if you're consistently getting dinged on your reviews because you're not so great at listening to two directions and just doing what you're told. In a perfect world, hopefully you realize that it's BS and you do the best you can do in that position and package up your out-of-the-box thinking in a way that just is palatable to your boss. And you just keep going on down that path and really trying to hone what's special about you. But what probably happens more often is that consistent negative feedback around something that many people might consider a weakness will push what's special out of you or you start thinking of it as a negative quality and start hiding it and don't develop it any further. And you might end up leading a career that is just ho-hum, a little mediocre because you're being put in a box that wasn't meant for you. And this is a little bit of an extreme example just to make a point, but what I'm really trying to highlight there is that in most places of work, the focus on professional development is fixing your weaknesses. Usually that ladders up to what the quote unquote typical picture of success looks like. And we're not focusing enough, hardly any really time on polishing the rough little diamonds inside of us and turning them into bright shining jewels that are just unique to us. Our industry is one that has a ton of tools. Robots can do a lot of our jobs. But the one thing that they can't do yet at least is bring a human element into it all. And the future of our careers and really the future of our industries isn't going to advance as we all become more of the same. It's going to advance when we can bring our unique talents, gifts, and interests to the table. 
So my advice here is to go all in on your strengths. Sure, spend some time improving your weak spots, but don't lose sight of what makes you uniquely you and focus on that. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Unique Impressions podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you so, so much. If you loved this episode, please share it with your friends, colleagues, classmates, whoever you think might benefit from hearing this message about professional development. I am really passionate about changing the way we live and work for the better, and I'm so grateful that you're joining us on that journey. Until next time. All right, friends, if you're looking for a fun and simple way to create more success in your career, I have something for you. One of the most important steps in taking control of our professional journeys is having more self-awareness. So I created a quiz for you to uncover your professional development personality type. Head over to uniqueimpressionspodcast.com slash quiz so you can uncover your type today. You'll get more clarity on how to really supercharge your personal success, how you learn best, and maybe what's missing from your personal development plan right now. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Unique Impressions. You can find show notes on our website at uniqueimpressionspodcast.com. Again, I so appreciate each and every one of you for listening and hope you'll join us again next week.